Hello, hello. Hi, guys. We are so excited you're joining us this week, and we're really excited about this episode. Our topic is expectations versus reality. And let's be real. As you get closer to having the baby, you have this expectation of what it will be like in the moments after having the baby and in the following months. Then once you're there, you realize what you expected may not necessarily be your reality. Totally. So we'll be covering three topics in particular in this episode that we find worth highlighting. So stay tuned. Welcome to the So You Had a Baby podcast. We are your hosts, Inkiru and Krista. We'll be sharing empowering stories and topics to inspire women to grow and love themselves more throughout their postpartum journey. Join us each week as we work to change the stigma around postpartum. All right. So expectations versus reality and postpartum. After having the baby, um, the first 24 hours is what we're going to talk about first. And that looks different for everyone. Like for me, the expectation, one of the expectations that I had was to be able to walk easily, Mm -hmm. be able to just get up and go. For some reason, I was thinking that was possible Um, (laughs) after um, having giving birth, but uh, that was not the case. Um, I was walking inch by inch and I needed assistance. And that was weird for me because I'm not... I just, I felt weird having assistance, like assistance Mm -hmm. to walk. It was just such a different experience for me. So that was something that I was not expecting. It's almost like you forget where the baby's going to come out of. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You don't remember that it's it's your private area and... There's going to be some trauma there. <laughs> it's going to be hard to really walk. close to that. <laughs> exactly. Your legs are close to it and it's going to be a little difficult to walk. And yeah, it's it's just funny. I just did not even think about that being an issue mm-hmm. for some reason. Um, and the second, the second one was just like how you uh, look or yeah, how you look versus how you feel. Um for me, I didn't really, I did not look glamorous, but there are some women that look beautiful, yeah. um, but they're not addressing always what they feel. So you go on social media and you see, you know, you see uh, blogger moms and you see uh, uh, just other beautiful women on Instagram that you admire, but they're posting pictures that aren't the reality. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, I came across this meme that kind of just described exactly that post childbirth pic. And how it looks is this woman is all done up. Mm-hmm. She has her lipstick on. She looks cute, red lipstick. Mm-hmm. She has her hair all done. She has her baby just resting on her chest, um, just peaceful, peaceful. <laughs> and she's giving this very beautiful smile. And then it cuts to how it feels. And how it feels is hasn't slept in 30 hours, sore from trying to latch, meaning the baby. And we don't even want to talk about that. And it's pointing to the vagina, (laughs) super sweaty and super hungry. And I think that is 
the more accurate thing. But when you're looking at a picture, you only see just the picture. Absolutely. The glamorous part of it. Exactly. You do not see how it actually feels. And it does not feel great. Mm -mm. (laughs) It does not feel great. And as it shouldn't, right? I mean, you just had this experience of a lifetime and one that literally changed you from not being a mom to boom, you're a mother. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a big experience to go through. So it makes sense. Yeah. But it's just something that people don't talk about. Totally. So you definitely feel like that meme was describing. And I I felt that way. Mm -hmm. I felt that way. And which leads me to my next point that was really surprising. Um, Or no, what this one wasn't surprising. That's my next point. (laughs) But this one, the expectation of having such a like a euphoria or a high, like, I don't know if you heard that when you're, when you're pregnant, but people were just like, after you you have the baby, you just feel like you just have this euphoria. You feel like you're like almost high, mm-hmm. you know, like because it's, it's a it's a happy, exciting moment. All of the endorphins are rushing through you, yeah. and dopamine is working, and it's just this magnificent, like great experience. Yes, it is mm-hmm. a magnificent, great experience. But I did not feel the euphoria. I did not feel that that high. I think that was the expectation because I was really looking forward to that high. I yeah. was like, I cannot wait for this. <laughs> like, I'm going to feel great. I'm just going to be like, this is the best thing in the world. And I felt like so, um, oh, what is the, there? I don't feel like, feel like I have a good word to describe the way I felt. I felt great in the sense that I just gave birth to this beautiful human being. I was amazed. Mm-hmm. Like, this was awesome. I didn't feel like a euphoric feeling. Um, the reality for me was zombie eyes. That was the reality. <laughs> I was tired. And I was like, it kind of, it was a little shocking, mm-hmm. but it was nice. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you describe it a little differently. Like, talk about you I know, didn't, your experience. I didn't really have the, I, I actually not even I hadn't heard of the euphoria. Oh, I mean, really? No, I didn't. I hadn't really heard of that. I mean, mm. I guess I had my own euphoric experience. I mean, having a baby is is amazing, and yeah. to be able to experience, I feel really blessed to have been able to experience that. Totally. And but I so that meme that you had said is actually kind of cracks me up a little bit because my expectation was was a very like picturesque version mm. of of you know right after you have the baby you get to take and I really wanted to have that picture of yeah you know me and my husband with, mm-hmm. the, with our daughter on our chest um, mm-hmm. on our chest on my chest mm-hmm. and and we definitely got that but in in this expectation that I had built up I looked really glamorous mm. and and that's not that's mm. not the picture that like it's a beautiful picture this is definitely not a picture I would post online. In fact, I remember thinking, I will never post this picture. Right. And not that you live your your moments in your life for like posting, but mm-hmm. you know, that's what you see. Yeah. And so you expect like, oh, I'm gonna have we're gonna have a baby right. and I'm gonna look so great. Mm-hmm. And so I went into labor at like four mm-hmm. in the afternoon. So I had a chance mm-hmm. to like, you know. Not that I look dolled up in any way at all, but like, you know, I had some makeup on and mm-hmm. 
I labored for about 26 hours mm. and that makeup was not there mm. <laughs> by the end of that 26 <laughs> hours. So it was just like, you know, my hair was frizzy. <laughs> I had been in labor for 26 mm-hmm. hours. I like, at one point I was in the bathtub. At one point I was in the shower. So, you know, right. I... Not glamorous. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. nor did a I hot have... mess is more accurate. Yeah, right? a hot That's mess. That's how I would describe mine. And <laughs> you know, it was just it was it was a beautiful beautiful, mm-hmm. but it it was not it was not Instagram beautiful that I would want to <laughs> share with the world. That's for sure. Um, as for the walking, you had mentioned that I I I guess I kind of expected you know it was. You know, once you have a baby, then you're able to like, you can move a little bit. You mm-hmm. know, I didn't. You don't really. For me, I guess I didn't really think that through, like what that right. picture looked like. I had an epidural, so <laughs> I couldn't actually feel <laughs> feel my legs. <laughs> I remember actually saying at one time, looking down, and saying, "Are those mine?" Like, <laughs> so walking wasn't really an option for me, and. Okay. So <laughs> they actually had to bring in what they call the magic carpet, <laughs> which was my my new my new legs until my legs came back to life. So I got glamorously rolled out on a magic carpet out of my delivery room. <laughs> Wasn't as cute as you would have thought. I definitely I mean, so you know, I wasn't expecting that. And then the part that I feel like no one bothered to tell me, mm. and, and they do a better job of showing this now, but it wasn't really there, was the, was the the beautiful set of um, new undergarments that you get after you have a baby. It was the, you know, your new giant mesh panties that you get <laughs> that go up to, I'm pretty sure, your boobs. They go up to your boobs. <laughs> I actually really appreciated those. I really appreciated them too, but... That's that is, not what I was like. You know, I wasn't expecting. Weird. Like you get, you basically get a diaper. Yeah, <laughs> it's not totally. cute. And once everything <laughs> oh. came back to life, and I could feel like it <laughs> didn't feel good. Like <laughs> I had torn a little bit, right. and so the idea of like, you know, I, I didn't think about the you know when you have to go to the bathroom. I oh. I had to have like you. I I had to have somebody there to help me. Mm-hmm. Very odd experience. It's a really, it's a really strange experience <laughs> yeah. having to have somebody help you go to yeah. the bathroom when. Yeah, I remember that too. Like taking a shower, and having the midwives' assistants right outside of the door, mm-hmm. like just making sure that I wasn't gonna fall or I was okay. I think the door was open a little bit, <laughs> so I can see whatever's going on there. And they're checking um, on you. And they're Are checking you okay? on yeah. They're checking to make sure. <laughs> and I did like you know there was a point where they did give me my privacy where you know they would I had the door closed for a moment and I would just do my thing in the shower mm-hmm. and just t- soak up at my the whole thing that I just experienced yeah but then right afterwards they would help me out of the shower mm-hmm. and then they would ask are you ready to pee yeah is this is, are you ready no and you're like no. Your head, no i'm not i'm not ready too soon too soon but that, yeah everything's gonna come out well that's that's a, let's something let's let's talk about that because i feel like the whole like peeing like going to the bathroom experience was so daunting to me oh yeah me too I was like I I didn't want to push 
one more thing out. It didn't, it didn't matter if it was liquid. It didn't matter if it was what I, I did not want to like try that because I didn't know what that was going to look like or feel like. I was like, hmm. And then they hand you a squirt bottle and you're like, what is that for? Exactly. What am I supposed to do with that? Exactly. Because again, you're tired. You have zombie eyes. You don't know what is going on. So for them to like give you all that that stuff, you're just like, oh gosh, it just feels overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So I think the expectation was just, it was different. Yeah. It was different than the reality. Well, and that actually sure. lasted a lot longer than I was expecting. What? The the squirt bottle and the whole. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I was like, that's. Totally. That's not what I was prepared for. No. No, not, not at, at all. all. Not at all. <laughs> and for for me, the whole you you said they gave you some privacy is, and I'm so grateful. I mean, I would like to preface that my the when when I was in the hospital, my nursing staff was just incredible, mm-hmm. and I'm so grateful they stood outside the door. But like, yeah. I didn't get my feeling back in my legs until like the next day, and Crazy. so so they actually had to stand there yeah. just in case. Right. I also. Was thinking like, oh, I'm going to, you know, after I have a baby, then I get to take a shower and feel better. Well, I actually didn't get to shower until the next day because I couldn't, Mm. I couldn't move. Yeah. Safety So, yeah, safety. Oh. But it was, it was definitely not how I envisioned the, the aftermath. Yeah. Is that the right word? Yeah, totally. (laughs) The aftermath of that. Seriously. It's neither did I. Yeah. And. Yeah, let's let's talk about our next topic, which is weight. Wait. Ooh, so we just want to preface this by saying this is going to be a whole podcast episode on its own, but we want to talk briefly about this because yeah. it's real. It is it real. It is real. Something I was going to say, actually, in regards to that first 24 hours is, mm. was my belly. Oh, like, yeah. I was expecting, you know, I wasn't expecting, I guess I... I was expecting you have the baby and that's gone. Yeah. <clears throat> and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I had just like, it was still there. Yeah. Which kind of leads me into weight. So yeah. weight was something I really struggled with. Yeah. I had a really hard time in um, my postpartum, mostly with weight. Mm. Um, I gained, in my pregnancy, I gained about 41 pounds, which honestly wasn't crazy. I feel like in my pregnancy, in my pregnant body, it was like, oh, I feel so beautiful Mm -hmm. and I was healthy and active. And then after I gave birth, one, so my daughter was about six pounds, 13 ounces. Mm. I... (laughs) I guess I was thinking that <laughs> I was going to give birth and like, you know, all the fluid that's in there and my baby was going to come out. I literally thought, man, this, I, <laughs> she's got to be like nine pounds. <laughs> and then this little tiny six pound, 13 ounce baby came out. <laughs> and that I was thinking, I remember thinking to myself, well, <laughs> Where's the rest of it going to go? <laughs> like, that's it, huh? <laughs> that's only like 10 pounds that I lost. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to get rid of all the weight you gained. And then it became very obvious to me that all the ice cream that I ate in my <laughs> my pregnancy was there to stay. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so I kind of went into this. So I'll say 
in re, in regards to the expectations, I set this very you know hindsight's twenty twenty. Like I will never do this to myself again. Mm. But I set this expectation that six months after I give birth, I'm gonna run a half marathon. <laughs> like that is my goal. And and. I'm going to be back into my pre-pregnant sizes. Like, that was what I thought was going to happen. And I honestly, I mean, that's not even joking. I literally thought that that was going to happen. That didn't happen. That didn't even come close to happening. And it was it was hard because I remember looking at myself in the mirror thinking, I don't recognize her. And that was really hard for me. And so setting those kind of expectations... It was just, it was really hard. It was hard. And, you know, I know now to give myself, to give myself grace, you know, mm-hmm. it is a, it is a process. Yeah. My body just did something really incredible, mm-hmm. but it was hard seeing that because I was thinking, and you see, you see some women, some women do lose it like yeah. that. And that, that was the other thing is I was told a lot, this myth that like when you breastfeed, all the weight just sheds away. Mm. That is not everybody's story. <laughs> and I'd like to say that for anybody who's listening who thinks that if you haven't had a baby yet, <laughs> that's not everybody's story. It no. took me – so I was uh, very blessed in the sense that I was able to breastfeed for 12 months, mm-hmm. 12 and a half months. I I was able – I worked out in my mm-hmm. pregnancy mm-hmm. or in my postpartum. I ate the right things as much as I could, you know, for still needing to, to eat. Mm -hmm. Um, but I didn't lose a pound. It didn't feel Mm. like at least until I stopped breastfeeding. Like Mm. my weight was there to stay. Someone, Mm. I remember reading something like, why isn't my weight going away? And I think it said something like evolutionary, evolutionarily it was there to like make sure that you were able to provide for your baby so you had fat stores <laughs> well I did <laughs> one that I like to call <laughs> I called my uh <laughs> my two-pack because I had a fat store that like I swear just sat right under my like the where the underwire hits for your bra mm. it just kind of hung out and was there to stay <laughs> I could not get rid of it to save my life and it was mm. it was just really hard for me to mm. accept this the fact that what I thought I was gonna like in my pre-pregnant body that I was gonna get back mm. you don't get back yeah you may not get back and your body changes and it was it was just a it was a very eye-opening <laughs> and mm-hmm. a huge learning experience for me. Mm-hmm. It taught me a lot of grace. How did you? How did you deal with that? Well, so or did you? Well, okay. In my in when I was pregnant in the prenatal period, I kept hearing a lot of women tell me, "Oh, you're not going to fit into your old pants anymore. Um, just expect to be a completely different size." Mm-hmm. Um, it's just you're going to look different. You're going to feel different. Um, that's something that they experienced. So they were telling me a heads up, you know, letting me know like, you know. And honestly, I, I heard that and I was thinking, that's okay. Like I'm – I guess I was prepping myself every time I would hear that, those messages, I would prep myself. Mm-hmm. And so when going into it, that was the last thing that I thought about. Wait, because I just assumed that – 
I was going to be a different person, mm-hmm. a different size. I was going to look different. And I just assumed that my body probably wouldn't bounce back, you know? And so uh, when I had Sienna, I looked in the mirror. I remember looking in the mirror. It was after I took the shower. I looked in the mirror and I just saw like flab, like mm-hmm. on my stomach. And I could feel it and I can kind of like swoosh it around. And I was like, wow, I've never experienced this before. Mm -hmm. But that's okay. It's okay that I'm experiencing this now because of what I just experienced a few hours ago. I just, uh, for 40 weeks, I was pregnant with this baby. This human being was growing in my body, in my uterus. And I, this is the day that I actually pushed her through my body into this world. I gave birth and that's an experience that I can, I won't be able to forget. Mm -hmm. And I just basked in that because I was looking at myself like, yeah, those messages started replaying and I was like, yeah. That's real. Like oh, this is this is it. This is this is going to be my body now. And I forgot the whole like when you breastfeed, uh, the the weight goes away because I did hear that too. Mm-hmm. But I forgot that. I was just thinking about those messages where it's like, girl, you won't fit in this. You won't be able to wear this anymore. You're you're a different. You're a different person. You're a different. You have a different body. And I was thinking, okay, like this is it. Here we go. And I and that's when I decided to give myself. The grace. Yeah. I gave myself that. I gave my body grace and I just said to myself, it's okay. Like, I'm going to see what my body does. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do nothing about it. Um, I'm still going to try to be active. I'm still going to try to lose any excess that I, that I have gained, but I'm going to give my body grace because of what it just experienced. That is a much healthier way to get <laughs> into that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I had such negative or, I mean, not negative, but maybe realistic. They were realistic messages from those women. Mm -hmm. So I took that as that was going to be my reality. You know, that was my expectation, but the reality was very different. I think that was a positive, (laughs) (laughs) but I, I didn't, I didn't, so I didn't obsess about my weight, which in turn, I look back on it like, oh yeah, that, that's a good thing. But it's not that I didn't struggle. Don't get me wrong. I just didn't obsess over it. Yeah. And uh, when I didn't see, you know, the excess coming off, I was wondering, okay, okay, what, what can I change or what can I do? Mm-hmm. But I didn't obsess over it. I didn't think about it every day. I wasn't thinking, okay, like I'm, I need to l- get down to this weight because I don't own a scale. Yeah. I wasn't. I I never owned a scale, so I didn't like have. A specific weight in mind. Yeah. However, I knew how I would like to look. I knew I wasn't going to get right back to my pre-pregnancy weight mm-hmm. or the look, but I wanted to get pretty darn close to it or I wanted to get to a place where I felt comfortable. Yeah. And I have to say that with that mentality, it did help me to to shed the weight that I, that I wanted for mm-hmm. me. Um, yeah. Yeah, I wish I would have gone into that way. And not that I obsessed about it, but it was just something for me, it was really hard to see this new 
body that I wasn't used to. Mm. And, yeah. you know, the fact that I was Especially. still having to wear my pre, my, my uh, maternity Ooh. clothes because, let's be real, nothing else but me. Yeah. <laughs> and I hiked those babies up mm-hmm. because my belly was still there and, like, you know, the you first... can. it's amazing. You can feel all your organs moving back as you breastfeed. And so it's incredible. But it was like, I, I also didn't own a scale, but I remember having to go into <laughs> go into one of those appointments and they put you on the scale again. You're like, really? Do you really need to do that? <laughs> Is that necessary? Is that necessary? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I thought the same thing, actually. I actually thought the same thing because I knew that I still had that pre-pregnant or sorry, the... Um, the postpartum weight on. I, I knew I still had that. So I'm like, ooh, I was like hesitant. I was like, one <laughs> Take up all slowly, your shoes. <laughs> yep, at a time. I was like, do I have to take up my socks too? Is that great? Uh, do I have to be naked? Or yeah, can, no. I, <laughs> can we go in the private room and I can just strip down and you can actually get my real weight? Yeah, it was it was nerve-wracking. And I have to say, I have to agree with that. Yeah, it was it was definitely. But like I said, it's, it's also, you have to keep in mind that like... <clears throat> You can't really, especially if you're breastfeeding, you can't mm. really, it's not like you di- you can't diet. Not that I had any intention of that. Like Exactly. You, you're, you're, you're eating for two. You're eating for two. So, which actually leads us right into our the next last point. topic. Yes. Uh, nutrition. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Let's. <laughs> um, so tell me a little bit about like, you know, I feel like some people while they're pregnant, they plan out their meals and they're really good about mapping out what that's going to look like and like cooking all these. I, mm. I, I heard so many people would cook up, cook up a bunch of meals and have them ready. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. For myself, <laughs> I, <laughs> I remember the only thing I bothered to really prep besides like maybe a few Costco runs that, you know, foods that that's easy to cook mm-hmm. <laughs> made like three. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I was pregnant. Keep in mind, <laughs> I I prioritized cookie dough was important for me to have just in case you know yes. if we wanted to have fresh cookies. I love it. After I made three <laughs> rolls of not lactation cookies, like mm-hmm. just cookies. So I made three That's rolls great. of three different types of cookie dough, <laughs> so that we can have fresh cookies. Can I just I, say that I wish that I had some of those I cookies know. in my postpartum? That experience. was the most, most planning I really did. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, there are so many. I I admire the women that do that. That is, I'm all about planning. So I really admire the women that plan their meals, and not only that, prep prep their meals. In, while they're pregnant so that when they freeze it and once they give birth, it's already there. You just warm it up, pop it in the oven mm-hmm. or uh, microwave and, and use it or eat it. I did not do that. That was just not on my radar for some reason. And it's surprising to me, especially, you know, being very health conscious. I didn't, I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. I was like not even thinking about planning. And like, I was health conscious in the sense of like, yes, I want to keep eating nutritious foods um, and and meals, but I didn't know how I was going to get them in the kitchen. I mean, I literally was in bed for at least two weeks. I mean, there were times where I, I had to, we went, like my mom, for instance, she was at our house for uh, two weeks and then we took her to the airport. So that was time like I went and saw her off, but in that two weeks, I was literally just in bed. And I just remember uh, my husband 
Matt and my mom just like bringing me snacks. My mom would cook three meals a day um, and she would clean and it was just so nice. And I just, I... Can you stay forever? I know. I loved it. And I, was, I didn't even think about when Matt would go back to work, when my mom would leave, what that mm-hmm. looked like. My mom, my mom prepared. Like she got freezer meals, like as in like ones you can microwave and stuff. But then, you know, it, uh, I guess it was like the, the part where I had to actually get up from my bed and go to the kitchen was so hard for me. <laughs> and I feel like I really didn't prepare for that experience. Like the expectation for me was to have my meals like ready to go or to be able to walk and go to the kitchen and prepare meals. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, does anyone, do. yeah, because that's what you want to do. You want to cook um, after you have a baby. Yeah, no. And I just didn't think about that because um, I love cooking. And so I was thinking, that's fine. Like I can just like cook my own meals or whip something quick. No, I did not want to do that. I wanted to continue to have the meals already like either like ready for me or freezer meals or something. But the challenge was getting out of my bed mm-hmm. and walking because every time I would have to walk, it just reminded me of how painful it was because I, I also tore a little bit mm-hmm. and I had to get uh, stitches and it was just the, just every time I had to take steps for a long period of time or stand for a while, it hurt. And so I didn't want to get up. Mm-hmm. Or sit so, back down. Or sit back down and get all comfortable and then I'll and then also take care of my little baby. So I honestly just felt uh overwhelmed and it was just a difficult that was a difficult piece for me yeah. to to eat well. Um, because I would eat, but I wasn't eating maybe, you know, the amount of calories that I needed to eat because that's when you're really eating for two. Oh yeah, I definitely eat for two. Yeah, you're definitely <laughs> eating for two in postpartum. Prenatal, you're not eating for two, guys. Just putting it out there. <laughs> postpartum, you're definitely eating for two. And I was just, I didn't feel, I felt, I honestly felt um, that I felt like I was, uh, oh, what is the word I'm looking for? inadequate. I didn't feel like I was living up to my ideal. Mm -hmm. And that I struggled with that a lot. Yeah. That's being able to eat well. That is, it's interesting because I feel like that's not something I thought too much about. Um, You know, I guess for me, I didn't really put any expectations around that. I mean, I knew, I, I guess I asked, I honestly didn't even think about having to eat like my how much I was going to be eating mm-hmm. um we were we had after after I gave birth both um both my parents and my in-laws were in town which was really wonderful um <clears throat> so we had constant I mean between and, and they came in waves which was really great mm-hmm. so we had a constant source of food being there like someone was there to make food and help which was so wonderful Mm -hmm. and and then once everyone had gone my husband was so good about having food and Mm -hmm. keeping it keeping it coming but the the reality is like 
I could not eat, get enough. I was eating mm-hmm. so much. And so yeah. like, I think, you know, now I know hungry. for next time, yeah. <laughs> I will be preparing some food and yes. having lots of snacks because I just was constantly eating. Yeah. Y'all, and, and I think what happens is, is you go from this, this, what, when you're pregnant, you are doing everything for the baby. And so you're taking great care of yourself because you have to for the baby. Right. And then you give birth and your ability to think outside of, of like feeding anyone oh, outside of this baby is so like, true. you can't, it's hard to move past. Like my only purpose right now is to make sure this, this tiny little baby lives. Right. And I have to do everything to keep it. And you totally forget about yourself, which is yes. why I was so thankful that we had family there mm-hmm. because it was really nice having somebody there to think of me because I exactly. didn't have, it wasn't, it, I didn't like have the capacity to think of myself, which mm-hmm. sounds so funny. But, totally. And then you, you know, enter motherhood and you realize that's hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not alone. No, no. <clears throat> it's so true. You focus completely on the baby and you lose sight of taking care of yourself. Yeah. It, you just compl- it just goes out the window because you don't have any example of what it's like to be a new mom. Mm-hmm. You are it. So you're learning as you're going and you're having to feed yourself, but also make sure this baby is being fed properly. Mm-hmm. And right when the baby goes to sleep, you're like, okay, okay, what can I eat? <laughs> Where's the food? Give me food. Where's the food? But it's so nice that you had your family there to help take, like, in waves too. Yeah. Because I had I had a friend, my one of our closest friends had uh, the same thing where their in-laws would, uh, her in-laws would come for like six months at a time and then her parents or mom would come for six months at a time so they would switch the moms and I just thought that was amazing and I, I looked at that before I was pregnant and I'm thinking man that that sounds that was really nice that was not my reality <laughs> but and it, it's okay because I liked the sense that it was just Matt and I for a long time yeah and we really got to uh figure out this whole new baby thing. Mm-hmm. And so it was it was great in that sense, but I it was easy for me to lose sight of taking care of myself. Yeah. And it's hard. It's it really hard. hard. It's a hard balance to uh navigate and figure out and make sure you're there's so many things that you're like, am I doing this right? Am I okay in this area? Um and a lot of things like we're talking about that you expect versus uh, what the reality is. Yeah. I think what a great takeaway from an expectation versus reality is, I mean, especially in your, with your first, you know, when you, with your second, not that I have a second, but I'm, you know, on the other end of it mm-hmm. now, like I You're have a growing be- family. <laughs> yeah. I have a better, a better idea of what to expect next time, realistically yeah. what to expect. And I mean, granted you can never, you never know. Every mm-hmm. pregnancy is different. Every every postpartum is different. Totally. But but I am at least more realistic and yeah. and exactly. But <laughs> but I think a great takeaway for anyone listening is in all of it, give yourself the grace mm-hmm. that that it's it's not gonna be exactly what you expect and that is okay. 
and just roll with it right. because it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. The whole process. It's really beautiful and it's it's hard, but it's beautiful if yeah. you allow yourself to just recognize how amazing you are mm -hmm. because you just did something really hard. I mean, you, you grew a person. Right. That's kind of huge. Grew and birthed the person. <laughs> and, and, and then, and then you're taking care of them. Yeah. And so, so give yourself grace mm -hmm. and yeah. allow yourself to, to, don't put such hard expectations on yourself. Mm -hmm. Just. Especially based on what you see or what you hear. Yeah, and don't, don't, Base your life off of social media. Say <laughs> mm, <try> that again. <laughs> Seriously. So we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and we'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We are absolutely grateful and humbled that you would take the time to tune in today. Please join us each week as we change the stigma around postpartum and help build a community where women can feel supported, loved, and empowered. If you'd like to connect with us, follow us on Instagram at So You Had a Baby Podcast, or you can check out our website at So You Had a Baby And if you want to hear more and be part of this community, please subscribe to our podcast. We'd love for you to join us each week.